Jackson, Mississippi, and all surrounding areas. You have tuned into the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. We're live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios out here in the chilly, chilly Cotton Exchange Plaza out here in lovely Florida, Mississippi. <clears throat> How about that song this morning? This burning hot, little rocky. Get the blood flowing on a cold Mississippi morning. We don't get to say that too often around here, especially before February, January at the earliest. So uh, I just got to thinking this morning. We we all need to have a little fire in our hearts. We all need to have a little fire in our hearts as worlds get ready to collide. The opening, opening lyrics of that song really hit home. As you think about the battles we're raging for the soul of America. Do you have a fire in your heart, in your stomach? Are you ready to fight this fight? Next two years, I mean, I look, I, every two years, I, this is the most important election of our lifetimes. I really have to believe that this is the most important election of our lifetimes as we approach 2024, moving forward from this day. Uh, I guess things will really get cranked up after the first of the year. Things start shutting down Thanksgiving week, and it's hard to get any business done in December. But uh, I'm telling you, they're, they're coming for your children. They're coming for you. And, you know, this usually this would just sound hyperbolic. But I think all you got to do is cut on the news and, and see exactly what they're doing. Look no further than the porn and ranking in Madison County libraries. You know, you think that's a that's no myth. That's not being hyperbolic. That ain't wanting to be a book burner. It is uh it is tough, man. It is tough. They are they are coming for the souls of your children. I got uh somebody sent me a Facebook post this morning. <clears throat> And I went and commented on it after I read it. This lady who grew up in South Jackson or Byram or something like that and said her kids were over in Jackson yesterday. I don't know what they were doing there or whatever. It is the capital city. People are still allowed to come here for stuff other than them misbehaving. So given the benefit of the doubt, assume they were here uh, on business. They got carjacked by six Jacksonians. We'll just say that. They got by six Jacksonians with guns. They got robbed. Of all their personal belongings, wallets, cell phones, etc. Car stolen, obviously. Uh, I guess it was some type of GM product that had OnStar on it. So they're communicating with JPD. They find out where the vehicle is at via OnStar. What a great tool in any other city other than Jackson. Jackson police proceeds to tell them, we, we've got six people, uh, six situations in front of yours. 
I don't know that it was ever resolved. According to that Facebook post, I don't appear so. If it was, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't updated. But it, man, look, Mike Madison says this a lot. You know, if we can't win these wars for control of our school boards and for getting porn out of the school libraries, if we can't win those battles on the absolute ground level, and we can't fight for the soul of the city of Jackson, Mississippi, if we can't even get enough police to go recover a stolen truck that you know where is at that was just part of a carjacking, how the hell are we going to save America? How are we going to save America? I don't have any notes written for this morning. Anson's going to be joining me here in a few minutes. uh, And we're going to talk about his recovery from his surgery and some other stuff. I'm really, I don't have a very optimistic view of the future. If we can't salvage some victories here. I mean, we take, we've taken a lot of lot. Now, look, and, and look, I'm, I'm going to give you some hopium here. We, we, we won the House. Now, we're going to find out if we won the House with some real conservatives or some Democrats pretending to be conservative like we have down at our state capitol in this purple state. We're going to find out. So there's a little hopium there. You know, we did win the House. So in theory, if these folks do what they were sent there to do, Joe Biden will be a lamed up president for the next two years. If at minimum that's not the case, there's no saving this joint. No saving it. I mean, outside of Trump getting in there, but you know, look, they can make Trump as useless as we can make Biden. They did his last two years outside of, uh, outside of getting a couple of Supreme court justices in there. You know, nothing good was accomplished. So we'll see. Look, here's uh, something I want to talk about this morning. Tate Reeves came out and put a press release out. And I'm going to tell you, um, I hadn't been on Team Tate since, frankly, ever. <laughs> but he is on, um, he's turning the corner. He's, I mean, it is what it is. He's a conservative. Now he's, he's, he's acting like one. So I'm going to read you his press release here. This is about a, a bill, a parent's bill of rights coming up here. It says, when it comes to education, it is the state of Mississippi who answers to parents, not vice versa. In Mississippi, we believe it is parents who had the final say in their children's education, not the state. As I stated in my 2022 State of the State address, it is shocking to me that in some corners of the country, the basic right of parents to determine their children's education is ignored. Parents' voices should not just be heard, it should be salt. It should rain. As long as I'm governor, it always will. To many schools, districts, to many school districts across this across the country have usurped the role of parents and decreed that they will impose new controversial experimental social science experiments on children over the objection of parents. On decisions surrounding the usage of names, pronouns, or health matters, schools have an obligation to adhere to the will of parents. It is the parents who have the ultimate responsibility for raising their children as they see fit. There is no place in our schools for policies that force 
students or teachers to refer to a child by a name or pronoun that fails to correspond with the biological sex of the child's official record. It is entirely antithetical to the principles of the American founding and our constitutional rights for any government entity, including public schools, to infringe upon the sincerely held religious beliefs of parents, students, or teachers. The First Amendment enshrines free speech and religious freedoms as fundamentally protected rights. I, re- I refuse to allow our schools to fall prey to the liberal trend in which individuals are forced to affirm ideas or an ideology that runs counter to their personal beliefs. Our schools are meant to provide an education in Mississippi. We'll focus on the fundamentals like math, science, civics, reading, and writing. And to that, I just say, yeah, heck yeah. Hell yeah, I'm an American. Um, do it. Do it. When these people try to push these far left nut jobs, CRT, ESG, uh, pronouns, trans crap, all that nonsense, fire them. Fire them. That's it. Take away all their benefits. Fire them. Move on to the dumpster pile, to the trash pile. But I got a question about this Parents' Bill of Rights thing, something that I see missing. What about parents who don't want their kids to have to get all these crazy vaccines? Do they have any rights? I didn't see that mentioned. I've asked that in the comments of all the on all his social media. I just copied and pasted the same question in all of them. What about the parents who don't want their children to have to get all 3,700 different vaccines? Apparently, Mississippi, if I remember correctly, requires more vaccines for your children than any other state in America. Or it's, it's right there at the top. I'm sure somebody listening can <clears throat> confirm that one way or another. All right. We've got Anson Walker in the studio with me. Good morning, Anson. Good morning, brother. How you doing? I'm doing good, brother. You moving slow? A little slow, but uh, I'm, I'm better. I'm one day ahead of where I was yesterday, man. That's what's up. So, uh, But I'm here. I'm ready to rock and roll. Let's rock and roll. Look, let's take a break real quick. We're going to come back. Mm-hmm. We're going to reset. Hey, look, the Mac Hike of Flowwood phone line wide open. I'm sorry. I got that. We're in the Mac Hike of Flowwood studio. The Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty phone line is wide open. 601 879 Zero 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 two. The Guns and Gear text line seven six nine two four one nineteen forty four. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on one zero three nine WYAB. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. <clears throat> this is Clay Edwards. I am joined this morning by Anson B. Walker. And this segment is going to be brought to you by A1 Gear and Auto. Hey, look, man, it's done got cold outside. I've been telling y'all, if your heat ain't working, you're going to want to go to A1 Gear and Auto. Y'all probably laughed at me because it was 90 degrees outside when I was talking about your heater. Well, uh, if you're having any issues with that, go check out my friends Justin and them. Over at A1 Gear and Auto. But hey, look, man, there's so much more than, than that. If you check engine lights on, swing by, let them diagnose it. They'll get it taken care of for you. And, of course, they specialize in rear ends, ring and pinions, differentials, axles, all that type stuff. And uh, it's hunting season. I know you got them big tires on your truck. And um, 
you're going to need to make sure you got the proper ring and pinion in there. So one-stop shop right there, A1 Gear and Auto, located on Highway 49 South in Florence, Mississippi. You can give them a call today at 601-939-1060. A1 Gear and Auto. All right, I am joined by the Eye of the Tiger himself, Mr. Anson B. Walker. Anson, good morning, brother. Good morning, my man. So, for those that don't know, because we didn't really talk about it on the show, Anson had a major surgery. I would still be in bed <laughs> a week ago. To, oh, a week ago tomorrow. Yeah, that's correct. So last yeah. uh, last Friday. Yep. And tell 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 people about your surgery, whatever you're comfortable to say. Yeah, uh, Doctor Edward Thomas Cullum in Flowood. He's a neurosurgeon, and I've actually trained two of his kids uh, years ago. But uh, incredible guy. Uh, he's a beast. I mean, he's a winner. He's a He's a, uh, you know, a go-go-getter. Uh, he's a contender, all of the above. And his wife as well, Mary Beth Cullum. But uh, I was under for eight and a half hours Friday. And um, the severe accident I had a few years ago, um, my neck, I had four discs I had to get removed. I had four spacers put in. And then I had, uh, uh, let's see, a three-and-a-half-inch metal rod inserted as well. And uh, a lot of stitches, and you can see, you know, right here, it's uh, it's a pretty good wound. It's something to, it's brag worthy, no doubt about it. It's a good war wound. But did they go in through the front yeah. of the neck? Yep. So that, that that was the point of entry to to take yes. the disc out. Absolutely. And so I would have uh, just always visioned that that would be from the back, but just less muscle that you tear that yeah. you have to cut through, and it makes it easier. But it, your your throat is very sensitive, so you, I'm I'm still trying to talk somewhat. It's difficult, and then swallowing is still a little bit difficult, but nothing like it was a week ago. And uh, but, um, Doctor Cullum performed eight and a half hour surgery on me Friday. Came in Friday night, check on me, uh, tucked me to bed. You know, whatever. My wife was there with me. Tiffany was incredible. And then he came again Saturday and checked on me again. And I got to, you know, discharge Saturday afternoon. And, Clay, it just meant the world to me that so many people reached out, cared, uh, had provided food. Uh, my clients, uh, you know, my brother and uh, a couple of buddies came by Saturday to check on me at the house. And just my wife was amazing, Tiffany, and just uh, on the road to recovery, man. And it was a very, very horrific accident I had a few years ago and uh, could have lost my life, could have been paralyzed. And. Dr. Cullum has given me my life back, and uh, I just want to thank him from the bottom of my heart. Absolutely. You had posted that video about him the other morning, coming back and checking on you, and uh, yeah. the surgery ended up taking longer than expected. There were a complication or so or yeah. something. Yeah, he got in there, and it was uh, there were so many fragments, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so many bone fragments. And so he spent four and a half hours just cleaning out the neck itself, and then the other four and a half hours was repairing stuff. But uh, <clears throat> anyway, just unbelievable uh, attention to detail that that guy has. And uh, I can feel myself healing. I can feel the nerves starting to fire. And, uh, you know, a month, two months, I'm going to be back to normal, man. And uh, I'm, I'm excited about that. i tell you, last week, Anson said, uh, this was off air. I can pick at him a little bit now about it. He's like, yeah, man, uh, my, my brother, they're coaching a big game. Uh, he's a coach at MRA, right? Yeah, yeah. He said, they got a big game Friday night. I, you know, I, I ain't going to be all the 100%, but I'm going to be there. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he, uh, Anza thought he was going to have surgery that morning to be on the sidelines. And now, if anybody could do it, uh, it yeah. it's Anza. But I was like, oh, I don't know about that. But you know what? I don't want to doubt the man. He, he's done everything he said he's going to do. But. I think it's kind of sad that I actually thought that. But I didn't <laughs> leave the hospital until Saturday afternoon, yeah. much less Friday. But, man, yeah. But, I text you sometime around lunch or later that afternoon just to yeah. just check on you. And when I didn't get a response, yeah. I, I knew that <laughs> either still in surgery or still asleep. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, so. probably both. Yeah, probably, probably both. Probably a combination yeah, of both. But there, man, look, there's nothing worse than waking up uh, after you've been put under, and you start to come through, and you're like, uh, and you're extremely thirsty, and you're yeah. nauseous. I get nauseous when I wake up from being under, and they and I tell them that every time, and they add whatever it is they add to Clay, the I was I was groggy for two and a half days, man. It was yeah. just so weird trying to come up out of it. Uh, but you know, anyway, it is what it is. So. What else is going on, man? What what is it uh, going on in the world of of Stark? And well, the just Walker lifestyle. I've, no workouts for Anson. No workouts, but I have been up to the gym uh, half days minimum. A little bit more yesterday than I probably needed to. But I'm going to go back and a couple clients after I get off the air this morning, and then I'm going to take the rest of the day off, Clay. And I'm just going to heal tomorrow. I'm going to flip a coin. I may come up there and do some emails, but um, I need to stay away. I need to let my body heal. Yeah, I mean. So why you got people up there? And this is none of my business. I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just talking here. But what, say like today, yeah. And you get you're going to do some training. You going to sit your butt down while they work? Yes, yes. I actually sit beside them and I'll whisper out some orders and they'll entertain me. They, everybody knows what they're doing by this time now. Yeah. It's more of the accountability than anything. Yeah. But it's just and and Clay, I need it. I need their camaraderie. I need their energy. I got to get my walls are getting smaller in my house. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. <laughs> so that's that's the main reason. So I've, I've got a huge living area in my house where it used to be like three rooms and tore a bunch of walls out. So living room, dining room, office, study, right, whatever you want to call it, right. all one kitchen, all one huge room. Now the only, thing, the only thing that breaks it up is is a support wall <clears throat> that, that where the stove and stuff connects to an oven. Right. <clears throat> but it, 10, 12 hours in that room. Yeah. It, the walls start all those walls start coming back that's what i'm saying you know so i, I, yeah. I definitely get it yeah. well well it, why you why you were away yeah i um i started back working out good man i yeah. love it and um uh, well I, I guess really i started back before but i've stuck with it well, i've you, been using you sent me something over was it monday it was monday yeah. I t- okay so let me tell y'all okay it, it was monday i i guess it was monday you had surgery friday so it yeah it would have been yeah it would have been monday it was raining and freezing cold outside. <laughs> yeah. My Smith machine, for those that don't know what a Smith machine is, it's basically a, it's you can do all your bench presses from it, squats, it, you can do everything. It was chest day. I was like, well, it's Monday. If I wreck the week today not doing it, I will make an excuse every day the rest of the week. And I got to think about Anson. And I was like, WWAD, what would Anson do? <laughs> Anson would go out there in the cold. Now, granted, it's in the garage. It ain't in the, outside in the rain. I thought Anson would work out. And uh, it, and he's probably going to be at work tomorrow with his neck surgery. So, I, anyway, I got out there, and I worked out. And I was listening to some uh, Andy Frischella. Uh He's got that uh, one of those workouts. He owns one of those supplement companies. Right, I can't right. remember which one. There's but, only 10,000 of them. Exactly. He does a lot of um, YouTube videos and podcasts and all that. And I was listening to some of his motivational stuff. And right. Even I need it every now and then. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I text Anson. I said, man, I, I'm out here working out in the cold. I just want you to know I, you, you motivated me to do this. And then, look, and it was so hard. I made a Facebook post. I said, I tried everything I can <laughs> not to post a selfie and a motivational quote right now. I I ended up sneaking a selfie into the comments of that, of that, but I, I know motivational quotes. Hopefully, being out there in the cold uh, was motivation enough. Well, I'm proud of you, man. Good deal. <laughs> hey, but no, it's it, it's been good getting back in, and I feel better. I think I've lost 12 pounds. 
Good, Clay. Whatever day I went to the hospital, the hospital, but the doctor for the sinus infection. Right, right. I, I tipped in a little more than I was happy with on the scales. And, of course, that's always the tipping point for me when I go to the doctor for being sick and I get on the scales there. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's disappointing. I weigh more than I was than, the, than I did the last time I was here. <laughs> and that's usually that aha moment for me. Yep. And uh, so, anyway, I'm back in full ketosis and hadn't had a beer. And it's kind of funny. The, the, the beer... The, me and beer drink has been a weird conversation on here lately because I've been hosting a lot of people talking about recovery and addiction yeah. and this, yep. that, and the other. Yep. But I try to be up front like, hey, look, I like beer. And th- through all the recovery and everything, I'm still going to enjoy a cold beer or two or three whenever right. I want to. Absolutely. But right, but unfortunately, when I want to lose weight, I can't drink beer. I can't anyway. Some it's, people make it. It's hand. not conducive it, to weight loss. It, it's not. It's just too, too many carbs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care what. The Mick Ultra bottle says, or the Miller Light can, or whatever. Yeah, it it ain't conducive to staying in ketosis. No, not to not to drink enough to get a buzz anyway. <laughs> exactly. I mean, ain't drinking to get a buzz. What in the world are you drinking beer for? <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day. Agreed. Know. Agreed. All right, let's do this. Let's go. Let's take a break real quick. We're gonna come back and get into some Ansonisms and get this party rolling. Oh crap, man, we got Derek on hold. Derek, you there? Yeah, here. Dude, I apologize. I put you on hold and forgot. Let's let's take your call here, brother. What you got going on? Hey, I was going about, you know, which was about the parents' rights and things like that. Um, my only thing with the with the shots and stuff like that, I mean, why do I have to do so many of them in one take is what I, I've never understood. <laughs> and then, I'm the same way. That is a lot on, a, on anybody, much less a, a newborn or an infant or a young child. I don't know if you remember back in the 80s when we were kids, when we had to get them shots, and then they put them in, the, in our arm, and, and you, you felt like you couldn't even use your arm for about a week. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I mean, I know one kid, he had to have a swing it hurt his arm so bad. So, you know, I, I, I'm, I, I wish there would be some ambiguity with that. And then I want you to think about this for, throughout your day, you and Anson Clay. Are y'all, are y'all familiar with the term mad as a hatter? Mad as yeah. a hatter, Yes. That's because the mercury they use um, in the process of, of making the hats, right? Now, if we know that a, a hat had mercury in it, cause you to go mad, what in the world do you think mercury is going to do inside of a shot? Agreed. Agreed. Y'all have a great day. Yeah. Thank Friends. you, brother. Ask less miles. Yep. Yep. I'd say uh, that's an interesting point. I never knew the history of that. Well. All right. This is Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back with our weekly Walker Lifestyle segment right here on the Clay Edwards Show. Necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. And hey, real quick, man, let me tell you what is for lunch today out at my new favorite restaurant. Of course, I grabbed the wrong folder there. We're talking about the town of Livingston. We're talking about the gathering today. The lunch special is red beans and rice. May I tell you what? there's good red beans and rice and there's great red beans and rice. And if the red beans and rice are half as good as their fried pork chop out there at the gathering, my friends go on and get in line now because it's going to be phenomenal. So that is the gathering for lunch today. Blue plate special tomorrow, Friday, they got their catfish plate. It's only fried catfish plate. It's only $10 there on Fridays. So get out there to the gathering right there on the corner of Highway 463 and 22 in Madison County. If you live out there in um, Annandale, Lake Caroline, Reunion, anywhere in that area, Gluckstadt, Manflora, you ain't got no excuse not to get out there to the gathering. 
Let them know, though. You heard it on the Clay Edwards Show and W-Y-A-B. All right, Anson, real quick, brother, before we go any further, yeah, I got a, a quick little shout-out here, man. Okay. Uh, our buddy Tim yeah. texted in when I was playing uh, the opening song, the Burning Tim Hot. Barker. Yep. Yep. Text in reminded me that the Tri-County boys are playing for the state. football state championship tonight. Yep. yep. It's incredible. They're tonight. I think it's seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, prep is Saturday. I mean, excuse me. MRA is playing for the state championship Saturday night at six. And then Canton Academy is playing for the state championship tomorrow at 3 p.m. So three tri-state area football schools are playing for the state championship. It's That's pretty awesome. incredible. That's awesome. Uh, look, good luck to all of yeah. those young men. Absolutely. Uh, it, I was never part of any kind of championship. Yeah. Uh, well, you would have had to have actually played sports <laughs> to be part of a championship. So there's well, a slight reason why. Yeah. But uh, anyway, man, look, congratulations to all those young men, no matter, no matter what the result tonight. Uh, but yeah. especially you seniors out there, this, this is probably going to be a lot of their last games unless they're going on to play at the next level. Great work. Well, shout out to my boys, Ethan and Will Barker. Good luck to, uh, to today, guys. Good luck tonight. And then, uh, of course, we pull up for MRA real hard. Uh, Saturday night, six p.m. at MC. So. Well, there is a uh, there there is a Walker coaching on that team. Absolutely, right? my brother. Right. So, uh, and I love all those guys. MRA is uh, you talking about the best of the best? That's what MRA is right now. MRA is the cream of the crop. Everybody knows that. Uh, they're what everybody's trying to be right now in Division Six A in football. So yeah, you know, and uh, to Tri County, we are the home of the Tri County uh, school there, Tri County Athletics. So I, with that said, I assume that that game will be airing live on WYAB tonight. Yep. So, yep. And they're to, the defending state champions as well. Nice. So they're going for back to back. So let's get it done, fellas. Good good luck, guys, to everybody. And uh, that that song, Tim said that Burning Heart was the perfect song for tonight. <laughs> so if, if your kids have not been introduced to uh, the the Rocky Four soundtrack, that's right. Today's the day. We got the cassette tape. So. Yeah, today is the day. Yeah. All right, Anson, man. Uh, what what is what, what you got for Dude, us? This week? I, I know you got something. Epic. So yeah, I threw away. I mean, threw around something. This is you know, don't hold hold me too accountable here. But this is pretty good. I was reading this morning early in the office, and I came across this. And it said, the three commitments. Achieving extraordinary results through time blocking requires three commitments. First, you must adopt the mindset of someone seeking mastery. Mastery is a commitment to becoming your best. So to achieve extraordinary results, you must embrace the extraordinary effort it represents. Number two, you must continually seek the very best of doing things. Nothing is more futile than doing best using an approach that can't deliver results equal to your effort. And then last you got to be willing to be held accountable to doing everything you can to achieve your one thing. And, y'all, this is by George Hallis. I know you've heard of this guy. Nobody who ever gave his best regretted it. And I can honestly tell you, y'all, anything I've ever done in my life, when I give him my best, I have never regretted that. And then I, I take that for what I read on now and kind of just this morning, some, some ideas today. Like, for instance, y'all, I don't have TV shows that I watch. But it's football season, right? So I do a little football watching on Saturday and Sunday. You know, Tiff and I, we spend time Saturday and Sunday. But the grind is Monday through Friday. Y'all, I don't watch crap on TV, okay? I don't do negativity when it comes to relationships, okay? All that stuff is against my religion because, one, I can't afford to succumb to that, okay? I, I'm not strong enough to withstand that. So, therefore, I don't, that's not in my environment. And then the other thing is is – you don't need negativity in your life. You need positivity in your life, okay? Other thing, y'all, fellowship. I'm we're, we're trying to build relationships with people. Me and Tiff, that's what we do. Uh, the relationship that Clay and I have, 
uh, on the air as well as off the air. That's what I'm trying to do in life. I'm trying to hang around people that are making me better than I am myself. And we want to build relationships with people. We want to be around positive people. And, y'all, that's kind of, in a nutshell, what I'm talking about today. These these state championship games that are taking place today, tomorrow, and Saturday, it's the accumulation of the last year, of the hard work, the preparation. And, y'all, it's the same thing in the gym. It's the same thing in the kitchen, okay? You've got to apply this hard work to your daily life so that you'll get the results that you want. And those results are called winning. And that's what's going to happen tonight with uh, with Tri-County. That's what's going to happen Saturday night with uh, MRA. And hopefully that's what's going to happen tomorrow afternoon with Canton Academy. And so that's kind of my thoughts on winning, if you will, Clay. No, man. That, that, that's great thoughts. And I, I, I'm fired up about this football stuff. Yeah, me you know, too. Cause I, look, because college and pro sports – Really sucked it, the soul out of it for me uh, yeah. with all their protests and nonsense yeah, yeah. and yada, yada, yada. We don't have to revisit all of it. <clears throat> High school is very pure. It is. It is. You know, and you know something else that, that, I, that I think unintended consequence of these kids getting paid to play college football now, and I'm all for it. You know, they're, they're out there putting their lives on the line. If somebody wants to pay them to sponsor a product, Agreed. you know, I'm a capitalist. Make that money, boo-boo. Um, but something that it did – is I don't I just don't have that passion for them now. Yeah. Now I'm watching young thousandaires, hundred thousandaires, right. even millionaires right. in some in some cases. Yeah. And I, you know, one of the things that we don't that don't get spoke a lot a lot about in my in May. I don't listen to sports talk radio anymore. But yeah, I don't either. Um, is the fact that you're giving a lot of these kids at a young age access to hundreds of thousands of dollars, right. bro? Let me tell you. You give Clay eighteen, nineteen year old Clay Edwards access to a couple hundred thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars, something like that, it is going to be an unbridled poop show. <laughs> I'm talking about yeah. every, all the seven deadly sins. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all the bad stuff in the Bible until I'm broke. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen to a lot of these kids. You're going to end up finding them on the news. Well dead. You're right. All kind dude. of bad jail, yeah. all kind of bad situations. High, high school is the last pure form of football left. It really is, yeah. and, and that's sad, but it's the truth, and uh, it is what it is. That's kind of where we are now. Now, let's take a second to plug to plug what you do. The, a success story here: the, the Barker Boys. Yeah. Um. You, you now look. They played in the state championship last year. They started working out with Anson this year, and they're playing for a state championship again this year. I saw a picture that Cherie posted of them. Yeah. Over the weekend. And I commented, I was like, gosh, dang, what are y'all putting in the cornbread down there <laughs> well, in Madison, Mississippi? I'll say this. Tri-County has an excellent uh, uh, athletic development program. Yeah. They've got an excellent strength coach, uh, excellent programs. And then Sheree and Tim, they back their coaches. And what I did is in unison, I talked with their strength coaches beforehand, and so we're doing everything together. And so that way we're all on the same page because I got mad respect for what Tri-County does for their student athletes. So that that is an interesting – comment there so if you get a young a young athlete in instead of i mean unless they're unless they're coaching trainers trash i assume right but let's just give them the benefit of the doubt and they're not and they've got hey here's they're on this program they need to achieve this goal you know like like you don't want to put a bunch of upper body strength on a or on a quarterback yeah exactly you don't want to make them too bulky yeah same with the wide receiver you've got to try what i talked is i talked to their strength coach find out what their weakness is what are we trying to do and then let's do it together and that's, that's all we did. And it's not rocket science, but it's just communication. And some people are just too lazy to do it, Clay. And you just got to pick up the phone and make a call. And that's what you got to do. But it, the, who benefits is, is them. Okay, Chuck County benefits, Anson benefits, and the Barker Boys benefit. That's who benefits. I like it, man. Sorry. I like it. Um, 
What else, Anson? Uh, how's the app going? New app's great. Uh, we're probably at uh, right at around close to 100 subscribers now, which I love. That means we're helping 100 people that we weren't helping three months ago. Uh, we're going to be adding some more stuff to that. Uh, the next week is going to be kind of a dead week because, you know, most people are out of school next Monday and Tuesday, you know, because it's Thanksgiving week. So, uh, but regrouping, I'll still be up there off and on. But uh, two weeks from, from this coming Monday, we'll be back Christmas push, Christmas, and then y'all, 2023. Are you kidding me? I mean, it's already here, Clay. We're going to start, uh, I guess, next Thursday. We won't have a show. It'll be Thanksgiving. That's right. That's right. We'll be off next week. Yeah. It's just, it's now, what, do you, what do you do for Thanksgiving, Clay? Man, we go we to uh, one of my aunts or my mom's house, just okay. who, whoever volunteers to, okay. to, to host it. And we do we do the Thanksgiving thing. We big old Southern Thanksgiving, yep. you know, country. We'll do it. It we'll do it at my brother's house Wednesday night, and then for lunch Thursday at my my wife's parents, and then we'll have people at the Egg Bowl Thursday night at my house. So I'm looking forward to that. Man, I am so glad they moved the Egg Bowl back to Thanksgiving. Me too. Me too. Because if it ain't going states way, <laughs> there's other. Fo- I can cut it onto an NFL game. God forbid. That's right. That's right. I can just go do whatever. You well, know. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because my Rebels play, my Cowboys play, and it's Thanksgiving. Man, so. I saw Josh Murray that was on Party Down South that was from Yazoo, Mississippi. Okay. He posted a meme yesterday. I got a good chuckle out of it on Instagram. Said, uh, it showed a picture of a guy. It looked it'll be a little sloshed. It said it's Thanksgiving morning, 10 a.m. You just opened your first beer and hooked your phone to the Bluetooth speaker. And everybody's <laughs> looking like, not this early. <laughs> and I was like, man, that's that energy right there. Because that, that's, that's when you know it's going to be a good day. That's 10, a real good day. 10 a.m. cranking up some Hank and a cold beer uh, <laughs> on your day off work. <laughs> I'm jealous. Well, you know what, and what, what's, what I say terrible about Thanksgiving, of course, Black Friday's the next day. But man, most of the people in my my social circle, blue collar, yeah, hardworking folks, they get up and work the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving, uh, Black Friday ain't an off day. No, no, and I'll be up at the gym probably half the day as well. So uh, it'll be a little slow at the yeah. gym, but yeah, I'll be working. Yeah, I don't get to, I don't partake in Thanksgiving shenanigans no, because I've never been shopping on the day after Thanksgiving in my life. Man, that going and doing that battle. For a thirty-two dollar VCR or DVD player has never. I'd rather get my toe severed. <laughs> I don't want to do that. No, no. And then fight a bunch of people over a game system mm-hmm. or something. I'm out, dog. <laughs> something else to sit down and make me lazy. Yeah, I got Thanksgiving uh, leftovers that I can't wait for Friday. That that'll be you know they taste even better the day after. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Man, I'm gonna tell you something. I don't like hammer turkey. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. It's old. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, like ham in different variations. I like pork. We're gonna do uh, I, turkey. If I never ate a bite of turkey again <laughs> in my life, it would be too soon. We're doing a brisket. I'm excited about that. Yeah. So, what are your favorite Thanksgiving foods? All right. So I'm gonna tell them myself here. I love cheesecake. Oh yeah. Like so, I will go all in. It's okay to like bad things. Yeah, I know. I know. So I'll have a lot of cheesecake on uh, Thanksgiving Day, and maybe in a little bit Friday, and then brisket, and then I'll clean it up. Yeah, I, I'm going to try. I don't know. I may do a couple of drunk chickens or something. Ooh, that sounds so good. You know, try, try to change the game up a little bit. My grandmother, we we introduced fried chicken to it a couple of years ago, I believe. Maybe it was Christmas. I can't remember. That's an excellent and move. Me, and to me, that was a – can we not do this more often? Yeah. I, I think we did steaks one year. It's like, can we just get away from ham and turkey? Uh, I'm or at least you. add a third option, a casserole or something? Uh, dude, my dad used to do drunk chicken. 
yeah. for Thanksgiving. It was incredible. You so. know, I've got that big smoker now, and I haven't done drunk chicken on it yet. Ooh. So I think that may be that may be the play. Yeah. yeah. Hey, real quick, and look, guys, I, y'all, thank y'all for bearing with us this morning. Every now and then, yeah, you gotta, you just gotta have a, a loose show and have some fun and just kind of have some conversation. And that's what we're doing this morning. Yeah. Um, and in my it, defense, I'm still a loopy from the medication. So, well, that and and you know, it's been an intense, intense couple of weeks with uh, with the midterms, that's right? Trump announcing and just everything I going about on. That. You know, so it's just going to take our foot off the gas for just a little bit here. Yeah. And uh, trust me, we'll get right back on it tomorrow. Hey, real quick before we take this last break, uh, Dagwood texted and said, "Jimmy Jameson." The singer for Survivor who sang Burning Heart, uh, Eye of the Tiger, all that stuff, was born in Durant, Mississippi in 1951, raised in Memphis. He passed away September 2014 and is also buried in Atala County. I did not I know that. I never knew that. I never knew that. That's awesome news. Yep. I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. tell you what, my ride back to Brandon ain't going to be nothing but Rocky Ford. Oh. All right. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Part of it. Breaking rules, baby. Me and Anson were just talking here. We've got about a minute and a half left. We were talking about the, the February 1st to be the two-year anniversary of the Clay Edwards show. And the next two years, uh, it looks like it is going to be a wild ride up to the 2024 election. And, you know, all those Democrats said that uh, Donald Trump will never leave the White House on his own. The military had to drag him out of there. Mark my words today. That's going to be Joe Biden on January 20th or whatever they they do the uh, inauguration, Joe Biden will have the military there. He'll be the one that refuses (laughs) to leave the White House. But I rest rest assured, Clay Edwards will be there in full insurrection gear, dragging his butt out of there if I have to do it myself. Well, and bless his heart, Biden will probably be in a pamper, man. That's really all I can say about that. (laughs) Yeah, man, but look, it's going to be a wild ride. I said I would sign up for four years of this. Yeah. And... Oh, Clay, I, I want to go further than that, but I'm just saying four years is kind of my service to this country. Well, it seems like the other day I was listening to you for the first time, and I just remember going, hmm, all right, this guy's he's brash. He, he's not scared to say what he thinks. I like him. I'm a fan. And I remember that like it was yesterday, and I, I have been it. a fan. So. Man, I, th- there's this white rapper named, uh, I can't even remember his name off the top of my head, but mm-hmm. he's got a line in a song that's not actually a rap song, and it says I had to put, all of my belief to find success in this lifetime, I had to put all my beliefs on the front line. I like it, and that's what I did. Yeah, you know, you're gonna know everything about me. I don't hold nothing back. I ain't gonna let a hater drag no. up nothing from my past. I'll tell you. All right, exactly, exactly. Right. This has been the Clay Edwards Show. Anson B. Walker. Find him on Facebook, Anson Walker, or thewalkerlifestyle.com. Download the app. Happy Walker Thanksgiving, Lifestyle. everybody. Peace. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.